I'm Tanner Scott, and you are listening to E-Commerce Secrets to Scale. If you want to scale your e-commerce business, you've come to the right place because this podcast is all about hearing stories and strategies from successful entrepreneurs and e-commerce professionals to uncover scaling secrets that will have a huge impact on your online store. This week on the show, Ryan Maltby, founder of bbqgrills.com, joins me to discuss finding your niche in e-commerce. What Ryan has managed to accomplish in such a short amount of time is nothing short of amazing, and hey, if you're new to e-commerce, this is the episode for you. Welcome to the show, Ryan. I'm really excited to have you. Tell us who you are and what you do. Hey, Tanner. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so my name is Ryan Maltby, and uh, I am the owner of uh, bbqgrills.com. Awesome, man. So how did your career get started? What's your story? Yeah, so I started bbqgrills.com in 2019. Uh, the backstory of basically how I got into this industry is goes pretty far back, to be quite honest with you. So when I was a junior in high school, I helped found one of the first e-commerce businesses in the outdoor kitchen gas grill industry. And we uh, you know, quickly grew that company. And after I graduated high school, I had the opportunity of you know, going to college, getting a degree, you know, learning business, things of that nature, and kind of decided not to go down that path and kind of explore this new company that I helped found and, you know, kind of grow and, you know, it was an incredible opportunity. And so I tried, you know, I decided to go that rabbit Avenue and within, you know, 10 years, we grew that company to $80 million in overall revenue. And, uh, it was, it was great. A lot of learning experiences. Uh, you know, we brought on a bunch of people and employees and, you know, had a great network of contractors and vendors and, you know, acquired great relationships with everybody. And, in 2018, that company basically dissolved and I had purchased BBQ Grill and BBQGrills.com when I was 25. And I kind of just kept them in my back pocket and just knew that, you know, maybe one day I might use them. And in 2019, after about a year and a half off, uh, decided that it was time to, to do something. And so I got with one of my developer buddies and we helped build BBQGrills.com and we launched at the end, the very end, December of 2019, and uh, everything was great for about three months, and then COVID hit, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just completely threw many people into a whirlwind. And uh, it was it was a, a definitely a change. I mean, just because I've been in my industry for so long, to see it in a new light and go through this new thing was really really interesting. And uh, I'm, you know, excited and I'm very proud to say that we were able to survive COVID and our business absolutely thrived during COVID with everybody staying home and updating their backyards and, you know, not leaving. And um, it was great. It was, it was hard. It was very difficult with supply chain issues and logistics and, and everything, but those relationships that we had garnered really helped us and, you know, in, in assisting us in many, many ways. 
And uh, our first year in business, we did $1.2 million. Wow. And that's awesome. In 2021, we did, I want to say 3.7. And so far this year, we've already matched what we did last year. That's awesome, man. Great growth. Uh, have the supply chain issues really stopped though? Are you still experiencing those? I think consumers kind of forgot about it (laughs) 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 because it's like, I'll talk to some customers and they're like, why is it not shipping? And I'm like, well, you do realize that there are still issues, right? Like, I mean, I would love to sit here and say that COVID is over and, you know, these issues don't exist anymore, but they clearly do. And it's, it's frustrating sometimes because I feel like people, you know, they think you're using COVID as an excuse, you know, to like, you know, and it's like, clearly we're not, I mean, like I, you know, we want to get your stuff as soon as possible. And so, yes, you know, it's, it hasn't stopped. It hasn't slowed down. Um, You know, there are still many issues on the horizon. There continue to be issues on the horizon and uh, you know, but regardless, you know, whenever there's a problem, there's always a solution. And, you know, we've worked really well to, develop relationships with our vendors and, you know, our warehouses and our manufacturing plants. And we, you know, are very communicative with each other and we work around those issues. Yeah. I mean, it's all you can really do. Right. And I I feel like the general public is pretty well aware that everyone's experiencing issues and shortages everywhere. I still can't wrap my head around it. Like what's, what's going on. I don't, I don't get it. I tell you, man, I don't, I don't know what it is either. I mean, I, I don't know. I got my opinion, but I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a political one. All right. I don't want to get caught up in that conversation, but yeah, I'll, I'll keep my opinion to myself. Fair enough. So, so what were some of the main obstacles that you faced when you launched uh, bbqgrills.com? Oh man. Um, geez. So <laughs> Being a first-time business owner was was interesting. Um, you know, not really having many people to go to for advice was was really difficult. Um, you know, a lot of things mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, you know, business-wise, financially. I mean, we we launched bbqgrills.com with six hundred dollars left in our bank account. Wow. I mean, it was it was a matter of you know, life or death, you know, it was, it was, this is it, you know, one, one refund, one cancellation. Um, and, and we were screwed, you know, we would be in debt and we'd be in the red and we were done. Um, we do, we don't advertise, we don't do advertising. We don't do remarketing. We don't, you know, everything is a hundred percent organic SEO base. And, you know, it's, it was a struggle. I mean, that first year, I'll be completely transparent with you, which I, you know, I try to be with everybody, but you know, that first year was really difficult. Um, it was, it was not easy, you know, being a first time business owner and experiencing, you know, some things that we didn't know what were going to happen. You know, everybody was stressed. Um, I have never in my life experienced depression and anxiety ever. And in 2020, I, I had a full blown attack, um, that was very, very, it was humbling to be quite honest with you. As I look back, um, many things that I've learned that I've had to take along the way, um, and you know, it's it, it was just it was just that, and it's you know, it's it was not easy to say the least. Um, doing it by yourself and you know, trying to figure this whole entire puzzle out as you grow, and 
you know, sitting there struggling and figuring out if, you know, you work hard to get something and then you get it. And then you, now you got to work twice as hard just to keep it, yeah. you know, and it's, there, there's that. And, you know, there's, there's always stress and there's still a stress. I mean, there's stress every single day. And so it's, there was a lot of learning curves, um, a lot of things that we had to, you know, learn about ourselves and learn about the industry and learn about our consumers. But, you know, in 2020, I did everything by myself. And in 2021, I told myself, I, I can't do this again. I, I can't go another month doing this by myself and brought on, you know, a customer service rep, brought on an accountant, brought on a bookkeeper, you know, order entry specialist. Um, and we just started building the team and slowly we started to develop just a great dynamic of, you know, five to six people. And it's, it's been nice. I mean, it's, uh, it's a blessing to even be here, to be quite honest with you. Um, it's a blessing to look back and see what we've created. I mean, I could never imagine that, you know, what we have created would happen so fast. And, uh, you know, we continue to just do some incredible things with the website and things outside of our industry and our business. And I'm incredibly humbled and blessed to be where we are right now. Well, I'm glad you brought it up that, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows being an entrepreneur, especially if you're by yourself, right? Because I can, I, I could feel that when you were talking about it, because I did the same thing myself through the, through the pandemic as well. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, it's rough out there and it takes a lot to keep going sometimes. It does. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I'm not, I'm not a really big religious person, but, you know, I, I, I do have a relationship with my heavenly father. And, you know, one thing that I've always told him is that, you know, I don't really care where we go as long as you just show me the path, you know, like I'll walk it, you know, and I'll do what, I'll do what it is that you want me to do. Right. I mean, like if, if, if where I'm trying to go, you, you take me to where I need to be, but just make sure that I'm on the right path. And, you know, along that path, you're going to experience a lot of hardships. You're going to experience a lot of things that, you know, I, I heard a quote the other day that was like, the storm is not, you're not supposed to be the same person that you walked into the storm walking out of. And it, that's the whole reason for the storm. Right. And so right. like that, that's the thing is that like you experience a lot of things that, you know, most people wouldn't want to experience because you're doing things that most people wouldn't want to do. Right. And so like that, that's the whole premise of this. And so it's like, I look at it as, you know, whenever there are times in my life where I go through a hardship or I go through, you know, something that's stressful, or maybe I feel like this is it, you know, it's, it's nice to have that feeling because it gives you something to fight for and it gives you something to keep going after. So. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that's really well said, you know, embrace the struggle, right? Because you're going to come out stronger on the other side. So, so today we're talking about finding your niche in e-commerce uh, I'd like to start off by just asking you how you found your niche. I know it was kind of your background, but, you know, how did you ultimately decide on selling barbecue grills? For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I love when I tell people what I do because they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like I, I was at Disney World with my family and I was talking to a couple dads and, you know, I'm like, oh, what do you do for work? I'm like, oh, I'm an investment banker. Oh, what do you do? I'm in accounting. And they're like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I sell gas grills online. And they're like, <laughs> and it's like, what? You definitely get, you know, this, this pushback often people are like, what are you talking about? You do that. But you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, I love what I do genuinely because a majority of the public loves grilling, right? I mean, they, they love entertaining, they love, you know, backyard cooking. It, it, 
it is almost like pinnacle to the American, you know, way of life is grilling up hot dogs in your backyard with the kids while they're swimming in the pool and like having a great time. And, you know, I just, I genuinely love the fact of, you know, what our industry represents to the typical American household, you know, is that, that family quality time with each other, you know, being able to engage with family and friends. And I, I just love that aspect of it. And I think that's what continuously drew me to this industry. And once I got into this industry and really started to obtain relationships with individuals, I mean, it was like, I just fell in love with it. I mean, the people that I've met, the, you know, the people that, you know, are synonymous to the success of bbqgrills.com, it's, it's really allowed us the opportunity to garner a better perspective on what it is that we're trying to push and the vision of what we're trying to push. And I just instantly fell in love with, with the industry. So when it came to like finding the niche, I mean, it was just, you know, I just love the industry so much and I love the people that it represents and I love the customers that we get the opportunity of, you know, dealing with. And, uh, it's, it was simple. I mean, it was like, once I found what I wanted to do, it was like, all right, this is, this is it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, I think it, it definitely is never that easy or straightforward to, to most entrepreneurs when they're trying to figure out their niche. Digital marketing, for example, I'm an agency owner trying to find a niche is easily the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, you know, I think the reality is, is that you genuinely have to love what it is that you do. Right. Like, I mean, that, that's the biggest thing is that you have to, and it doesn't, <laughs> there's a common misconception that it has to make sense to everybody. And it, it doesn't like, it oh, doesn't have to make sense to anybody. Like, you know, I have family members that, you know, wanted me to go to college and become, you know, a doctor or like, you know, a, a business tycoon or like, you know, get a degree in business or whatever the case may be. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm doing what I love to do. And I've made a living off of it. I've allowed myself to grow a business that has sustained other people's livelihoods as well. And to me, it's like, that's all that matters. Like if I, I get to wake up every morning and be so excited for what the future holds, like, and what today is going to bring. Cause every day is different. And it's like, to me, that's just so promising. And like, that's just a cool feeling to have. And I, I strive for that. Like, I don't, you know, it's just the, something that I genuinely love and I, I don't want to do anything else. I mean, this is, this is it. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, that's what, entrepreneurs and especially e-commerce store owners need to really think about right mm -hmm. dig deep into what drives you what you enjoy what you love and let that be your compass right mm -hmm. let that be your compass to find what you want to do and you know sometimes things will just fall in your lap and you try it and you realize that wow this is the best thing ever i want more of this and if i think a good piece of advice for anyone listening if they're trying to find a niche on their own try everything, try a little bit of everything until you find something that sticks. Right. I definitely agree. I mean, I definitely think that, you know, it's, it's, you know, find yourself. I mean, that that's, that's it. Like truly find what it is that's going to make you want to continue to, you know, do your best and be happy with what it is that you do. I mean, that, that's, that's the reality. Yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, a lot of e-commerce brands will sell products that they make and brand themselves. Other e-commerce brands are selling brands that you could buy in other places. 
what advice do you have for getting exclusive deals with the brands that they sell? So we, we're kind of in the realm of, you know, we offer a variety of brands across the board. I mean, I think at this moment in time, we have like 70 plus vendors and manufacturers that we offer their product on our website. And, you know, I will be honest in stating that, you know, when we first started our company, it, there was a lot of vendors that wouldn't let us sell their product. There was a lot of vendors that didn't think that we would become a success, right? Um, you know, they were very, I guess, pessimistic or optimistic that they were there would be any venture here. Um, and, you know, once we've kind of proven to them that like, look, we're here to stay, we're, we're not, we're not going anywhere. I think that that's when the reality became, okay, you know, they really got something here and they're, they're pushing for something. And, you know, when we kind of made that, you know, presence known, it became a sense of, okay, well, let's become exclusive at something. So, you know, it's, it really, and that didn't just come just because of sales, right? Like that came because of, you know, um, compassion and, and really wanting to, you know, not, we don't do anything for money. Like the, the finances are the last thing that ever hit the table, right? Like we focus primarily on what is it that you're trying to push? What is it that you're trying to get the message known across to your consumers? Like why should someone buy this product, right? Like that's the whole focus point. And so when you really come to a brand and you have a solid reputation and a relationship with them and you can relay that message, you know, and you can find that balance between each other to really help promote success, that's when I think you're going to start to achieve those, those, those goals and, and those, you know, that make that, that known. And for us, that's what we always try to focus on is like, you know, we offer 50 grills on the website, but every single one of them is different. And so when we go to them and we relay these messages, it's like, okay, well, what sets you apart from everybody else? Well, our grill gets the hottest. Okay. So Maybe we market that, you know, nothing is hotter or like, you know, something of that nature that can help push your brand above everybody else. And it works, you know, I mean, we find ways of doing things all the time. And I just feel like there's, there's ways and, you know, opportunity for many, many things and in various industries across the board. And it's just up to you to get creative and kind of find that way. Yeah, I think that's really well put. You know, I think what it really comes down to is building strong relationships and relationships are not about money, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've, I know this isn't really relevant, but I've had, you know, big opportunities to make big money and, you know, the relationship just wasn't there. And right. that's something that needs to be important to you as an entrepreneur if you're going to be successful. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's the same over here as well. I mean, there's been many people that have come to us that, you know, have given us ideas or, you know, wanted to partner on a certain product. And I just, you know, there's, there's, the, there's a vibe that has to be met, you know, between the two companies and between the two individuals. And, you know, I'll sit down with an individual and it's just the way that they carry themselves or the way that they discuss business or the way that they, you know, treat others or say things about other. And it's just like, I just don't really want to be known like that, you know? And it's like, there's, there's things like that as well, that you just have to, it has to make sense. Right. And it has to be something like I tell people all the time, like, I don't want to be the company you have to do business with. I want to be the company you want to do business with. Right. Like that, that's the whole premise here. And it's like, you know, and so it's, there's many ways to accomplish those simple facts and, you know, it's, you just got to do a few of them. Yeah, for sure, man. So what do you think has impacted your success the most? 
the fact that I'm willing to work when I don't want to work. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like that, that's just, that's it. I, I mean, it's like, it's, it drives my wife crazy. Like I, it legitimately drives her insane how much I'm willing to work. Like I, and it's like, and I, that's been instilled in me since I was like 11 years old. I mean, it's like, I've been on, you know, I remember when I was like in fifth and sixth grade, I was on two story roofs at five o'clock in the morning all day with my stepdad pounding away shingles and nails. And, you know, I'd work all weekend for 50 bucks. And then, you know, during summer break in middle school and high school, I'd work for my father. It was a pool and landscape company. And, you know, we'd work for, you know, 45, 50 hours a week. And it was just it, like that, that discipline has like always just been instilled in me. And it's like, I, I just can't, like, if, if something has to be done, I'm going to do it. Like there's just no other option. And so I just feel like, you know, success, there's a lot of things that people breed through success and, you know, motivation and, you know, all these things, like people say that like the most successful people have to be motivated all the time. It's not the fact it's, it's so complete opposite of that. I'm, there are so many days I am not motivated, but I'm disciplined enough to know that, I'm going to get it done regardless of if I'm motivated or not. And so, you know, and I breathe that into the team as well. And I get them to, you know, understand those same concepts and the people that we've brought on are just as disciplined as I am. And it's just, it's, it's just a really good feeling that like, when you start to bring people into this realm and that you've created that are almost, you know, better than you, which I love, I, I never want to be the smartest person in my business because I'm not, I can promise you that like there are things I'm an idiot with. And that's why I bring on people that know things that are better than me, you know? And it, like, that's, it's, it's just being disciplined enough to know that, you know, I may not want to do it, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. I mean, that that's important, right? You got to have that work ethic. You got to be able to push through hard challenges when it's the last thing you want to do. Right. And, I, and I'm the same way as you, if there's something that's just kind of out there that hasn't been resolved yet. I mean, it, it drives me crazy if I don't just do it. Right. Right. <laughs> and, for sure. And, and, 100%. To your, and to your point about surrounding yourself, with people that are smarter than you or do something better than you. That's what being an entrepreneur is all about. Right. I mean, right. one person can't know everything about everything. A hundred percent. So Ryan, what would you say your secrets to scale are? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, like, there's so many. Um, I, I don't I always want to be better. I mean, I, I guess that's 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 a that's a good one. I mean, I just. I just know what works for me and what works for me might not always work for somebody else. But like, I just, I feel like, you know, there's every day that I wake up, I want to beat me. Like I just, that that's, and that's how you scale. And so either in life or in business or relationships or whatever, is just, you know, trying to find that opportunity to just want to be better than you were yesterday. So it's like, you know, maybe I didn't go to the gym yesterday. I'm going to the gym today. All right. Oh, I'm scaling. You know, it's like, it's just those constant things of just wanting to, you know, everything doesn't have to be so business related. Everything doesn't have to come from a fiscal standpoint. You know, it doesn't have to come from a monetary gain. It, it could just be something that's going to genuinely improve your life. And I just feel like if you're trying to be better than you were yesterday in three months from now, you're going to create something that is just tremendous. Right. Yeah. Because it's going to compound every single day. 
yeah, I mean, not being complacent is very important to scaling a business. The moment you become complacent, you're just yeah. start going downhill from there, right? I mean, that's going to compound too. <laughs> that's a nightmare. Yeah, that compounds faster than than the opposite, right? I mean, it's like it's. I mean, it's like it's it's like a debt. I mean, when you do it that way, you know, when you get complacent, complacency is debt. I mean, that, that's really all that it is. It's just mental debt, and it's like, you know, I just. I've never understood that. I've watched people that have grew companies to $10 million a year. And they, you know, at the, at the end of the year, they'll finally sit back and they're like, all right, cool. I made my goal. I'm done. You know? And then in two years, they don't have a business. And it's like, well, you wonder why, right? It's like, you know, so, I mean, there's, there's many, many things that you have to continuously strive for and you just, you got to go. Yeah. And the moment you, take your foot off the gas i mean it's just so easy to never put your foot back on right right right, constantly building upon that motivation and passion that you have for your mission and your dream it's you know it's hard to get that back right yeah it it definitely uh it is so brian is there anything that i did not ask you that you think might benefit the audience um no, I will say that, you know, if you're in, if you're in business, um, you know, it's some of the stuff that we covered, which is really paramount to the success of any business is that, you know, it doesn't, doesn't have to always make sense to everybody. You know, not everybody is going to agree. And, you know, here I am. I remember when I graduated high school, I told everybody I was going to go off and sell barbecue grills and everybody <laughs> laughed. And, you know, here I am with a $8 million business. So, I mean, it is, it is, I mean, I just, you know, with amazing people on our team and it's, there's a huge, just, it's an honor to just be in this position. And it's just, you know, it's just a testimony to the fact that like what I said earlier is like, it doesn't, it doesn't have to make sense to everybody. And if it makes you happy, that's all that matters, you know? And it's like, it's, if you could find, if you could find a passion and a livelihood and doing what you love, you already won. And that's, that's how you beat the game is you, you, you do it that way. And, you know, anybody that's currently going through, you know, struggle and hardship, whether a business owner or just an individual in general, it's, you know, it's, there's, you know, a quote that I read a couple of days ago that was so true. And it's that, you know, when you're in a dark place, you think that you've been buried, but you've actually been planted. And it's, it's, it's so true. And it's, you know, there were times in the beginning of our company where I didn't think I would make it at all. And, you know, looking back now, I needed those moments, you know, those moments were what created who I am and what we are today. And, you know, a lot of things aren't going to make sense right now, but I promise you in a year to two years from now, you're going to look back at those moments and you'll be like, you know what, I needed to go through that, or I'm glad I went through that. And and that, that reasoning for going behind that and, and going towards that and going through that is who I am today. And, you know, it's, and the other thing is just love life, man. Literally, I mean, we, we're not here for too often. So just go after it. Yeah, well said, Ryan. I mean, you know, when our backs are against the wall and we're, it's kind of life or death, right? You know, both personal and our business careers. That's when the magic happens, right? That's when, that's when you're just, great time. you're like so close to just cracking and giving up, but you push through it and it yeah. changes everything, right? Yeah. I love it. I, I, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, man, it's, you just got to keep going. Yeah, for sure. So Ryan, what's a great way for anyone listening to get in contact with you? 
Um, LinkedIn is great. I mean, I got a Instagram too. They want to follow me on Instagram. It's just Ryan Maltby. Um, my LinkedIn is Ryan Maltby as well. Um, you know, we got the website, bbqgrills.com. I mean, yeah, it's, if anybody's out there looking for a new grill or an outdoor kitchen where we can help you out. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, we'll be sure to link that up in the show notes and thanks again, Ryan. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of e-commerce secrets to scale. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss another episode. This podcast is sponsored by Ranksy Digital Marketing. If you own an e-commerce business and you're ready to take it to the next level, visit our website at ranksy.com. That's R-A-N-K-S-E-Y.com.